Welcome to Journey to Balancing Your Life with Brandy T. Jones. On our program, we'll show you how to claim both personal and financial worth. With Brandy's experiences and that of our guests, our hope is that if you are struggling day to day and paycheck to paycheck, you'll find that your life doesn't have to be that way. Now, here is your host, Brandy T. Jones. Welcome to Journey to Balancing Your Life. I am your host, Brandy T. Jones, and I have the honor and the pleasure of having today a friend of mine that's all the way from Detroit. She goes by, I call her Kofi, but her real name, and I don't want to mess this up, is Amory. Is that right, Kofi? Did I say it right? All right. Um, You know, and this this woman is has become be, very special to me. We don't talk often, but I know that when I need something, or I just want to hear her voice, and she could she has an uplifting attitude about her life. This is how she lives her life. She's always trying to uplift others, and she does a very good job of that. I'm going to say briefly about her, give a little bit about her her uh, history, and then I'm going to leave it open for her to tell me about all the education she has. She has a lot of education. We're speaking of a very smart individual that has really taken education to another level. So here's a little bit about Kofi, who's visiting with us today on the show. Dr. Robertson is a clinical psychologist in Detroit, where she is a native and she resides there. She serves as a psychotherapist at at juvenile court at the psychic clinic in Detroit and another clinic in the evenings. She has taught women's studies at the University of Michigan, including LGBT studies and multicultural group processes. She supervised master level students at the Michigan School of Professional Psychology, where she teaches family therapy. She has published articles, so she's a published author, published articles on the psychology of black lesbians, adults, and youth. The latest is a book chapter on black LGBTQ slash GNC, youth in the juvenile justice. She is also a co-founder of the Ruth Ellis Center, which serves at-risk homeless LGBTQ GNC Youth. She is president of the Metro Detroit chapter of the Association of Black Psychologists. I have told you a lot about this lady, so I know you're ready to hear her voice. And Kofi, will you come on and tell us about all the education you have and fill in the spots where I left off? Oh, my God. We don't want to bore your audience, do we? (laughs) We want to know all about you. Yes, we do. Oh, my God. Well, first of all, it's it's such a delight and thrill to be on your show, Brandy. Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm just so humbled by that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm looking forward to some, some great conversation here today. We're um, going to have it. Yes, absolutely. So just fill us in a little bit okay. about your education. You don't have to tell us all if you don't want to, but tell us a little bit about your education. Sure. How did you get started? Oh, my God. Well, I, I grew up in uh, Detroit, and I uh, I lived also in Highland Park, which is a part of Detroit. I graduated from Highland Park High School and went right into Oakland College, a small liberal arts college in Ohio. Got mm-hmm. my bachelor's in psychology, although I did want to go into music also. But um, I decided on psychology. Long story behind mm-hmm. that one. But my grandmother went to Oberlin, I found out, too. She mm-hmm. was a music major. She played the violin. Uh, she's the reason why I chose the violin, actually. But anyway, um, after that, I came uh, came back home and worked for a while. And then I went and got my master's in uh, educational psychology at the University of Michigan in Ann Arbor. And it happened that my dad was working there. He had been working there. Um, he ended up working there for 19 years in admissions, uh, college admissions there. So he was there when I was getting my master's. And then I worked for a little bit, and then I went and got the Ph.D. Uh, in clinical psychology at the same university, University of Michigan uh, in Ann Arbor. So uh, that's uh, pretty much in a nutshell. I'm a fully licensed psychologist in the state of Michigan. Wonderful. So, uh, yeah. And I know the work that you do in the, in the um, clinics with the juveniles, 
I know that anyone that comes in contact with you will leave away knowing who they are or have a sense of who they are so that they can redirect the energy that they might have had at one time after speaking with you. Right? (laughs) I enjoy the work that I do. I really think that, um, I like to think that I'm making a difference in these Mm -hmm. young people's lives, their their Mm -hmm. lives and the lives of their uh, families as as well. Mm -hmm. Um, So, uh, yeah, I guess you could could say that uh, I get something from working with them and they get something from working with me. Exactly. It's a win-win situation. You know, so you had spoken a little bit, and we're going to get to the music part later because I also know the talent that the talent you have in your music and playing the violin. But first I want to know who are the people that inspired you and why? I know you said your father worked at the university and your aunt, you know, your grandmother played the violin. So she was in the music. So is there anybody else in, in your past that have inspired you in your future or where? Well, there's so many people that I can really, give uh, honor to um, one is my mom mm. she uh, you know she uh, was an educated woman herself and she had also gotten her PhD in clinical psychology which wow. is one of the reasons why I wanted to get mine too actually and uh, she got hers at the University of Detroit mm-hmm. and uh, she was also a co-founder of the very first chapter um, in the country of the Association mm. of Black Psychologists, and that was Wonderful. in 1968, right after the assassination of Dr. King. Mm. And then uh, the following in uh, August, the National Association of Black Psychologists began. So mm-hmm. she just kind of helped plant, plant a seed uh, for, um, for black psychologists uh, in the country, and the organization um, is still going on. Um, so she's an inspiration to me in a lot of mm-hmm. different ways as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I also had a teacher um, who was a black literature teacher at my high school, Highland Park High School, mm-hmm. and uh, her name, Mrs. Ivy Barrett. Um, she just passed away a mm-hmm. couple of months ago. She was in her 80s, I think 88, and she mm-hmm. she um, inspired myself and several other high school students to start a black awareness study club in our high school, even though it was a predominantly black high school. Mm-hmm. Um, we felt that we were not getting um, the education that we really um, deserved to have, um, mm-hmm. that we were entitled to have, especially when it came to black history. Mm-hmm. So she was a, a big, profound inspiration to me, and she was my elder. In fact, I went to her after the election results mm-hmm. in November, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I was just, I shut down, but I, I turned to her, and she told me, that our, our our ancestors had it worse off than we do. So mm-hmm. whenever I get angry or upset, I have to think about that. how badly my ancestors had it. So that helps yes. give me some perspective. So all right, that that and that's a, that's a good thing to remember too. You know, we think we're going through something now, but it mm-hmm. used to be different. It was, you know, at one time it it could have been worse. So yes, we mm-hmm. have to we have to remember that. Thank you for that. That's that's a good point. Mm. So now I have another question, actually, if I may. Sure. Um, how does spirituality fit into your lifestyle? Well, it's everything I do. Um, mm. Actually, everything. Uh, everything it gives me the a sense of direction and a, a sense of purpose and a sense of grounding. Mm-hmm. For myself, um, mm-hmm. actually, and I and I and I have to lean on it because you know think about the work that I do. Yes. I, I work with people who have experienced trauma, mm-hmm. and um, to to um, do treatment or therapy with people who have experienced trauma, I hear a lot, and mm-hmm. I myself experience what's called secondary trauma. So I'm mm-hmm. also being impacted. I mm-hmm. need something to kind of fall on so that exactly. I can maintain, <laughs> you exactly. know, I can still maintain my professionalism while I'm working with them so that I, <laughs> so that I yeah, so that I can be there for them, for the exactly. client, for the client. Right. So, right. so the spirituality helps to, to, to give me that as well. And I could see that because of the 
because of things that's coming your way by way of your clients, if you didn't have a solid foundation and something to stand on for yourself, then you would probably have to go and get the same kind of help from somebody else in order to do your clients. But the spiritual foundation gives you that support so you can bring your best forth and not mm-hmm. have to worry about what's going to happen, you know, with you. And, and I know your job is hard. It's, you know, mm-hmm. it's not as pleasant all the time. So mm-hmm. there's times when you're going to feel a little down and then you have to go and regroup, but you have a foundation of your spiritual allergy to be able to do that. And that's, that's a good thing. That's a, that's a key. That's yeah, a real good it's key. Very, it's, yeah, it's very high priority for me and really mm-hmm. helps me to get through adversity and discrimination and microaggressions. I belong to uh, the Unity Fellowship Church denomination, Mm-hmm. Um, Detroit Detroit was the second church in this denomination. There were about 15 mm-hmm. churches across the country. Mm-hmm. Archbishop Carl Bean founded the church, and it was founded by uh, African-American gay and lesbian people, and this was during the time when AIDS and HIV was really on the rise mm-hmm. in the black uh, um, community, especially mm-hmm. among black gay men. And mm-hmm. so um, we started a church in Detroit, which came a, became a Unity Fellowship Church, and uh, it teaches liberation theology and mm-hmm. social justice. So that, so I use my spirituality in everything I do, mm-hmm. and particularly when it comes to social justice causes. And that's why I have become, uh, well, a community organizer, and mm-hmm. it helps to give me that sense of um, purpose and direction as it as it pertains to the community. So. Um, so it means a lot to me to have that foundation. And that's wonderful. I grew up Baptist, but I have recently, since I quit working uh, at the store on Sundays, I have freed up my time to be able to go to Unity of Marin here in Marin County where I live. And I've enjoyed it. I've participated in quite a bit of their activities going. So that's that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, you know, in this off the top of your head, we don't have but a few more minutes to go before we go on our first break. Tell us a little bit about your music. Certainly. Uh, Randy, I, um, I come, I'm very blessed to have come from a musical family. Mm. And I can go way back to my, great, great, my great-grandmother, Goodwin, um, mm-hmm. Jamie Goodwin. And she uh, wrote music, composed music. Um, she mm-hmm. played piano, she sang, um, and then her daughter, my grandmother, played violin, and her twin sister played the piano and sang, mm-hmm. and then my grandmother had my mom, and my mom sings. Mm-hmm. And so everyone does something. Yeah, she sings mm-hmm. uh, a soprano, and still Whoa, does, wow. actually, she's 86, but she uh, would have become an opera singer had she not become a psychologist, and then she mm-hmm. had me and my two brothers, mm-hmm. and my two two brothers became professional musicians. My younger brother uh, was a member of the Detroit Symphony Orchestra. Now, hold that thought, hold that. Yeah. Hold that. We're going to come mm-hmm. back to that. We're going to go on our first break, and we're going to come okay. back with your brother and the, his musician, his music. Okay. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Get your own copy of the free ebook from Brandy T. Jones, Three Keys to Breaking the Debt Cycle. Find out how a struggling single mother pulled herself out of debt and started being able to check things off her bucket list. You'll learn about the importance of taking small steps to make steady progress and reach your goal. Get simple and practical steps to face the reality of your situation and overcome it. Find keys to creating a budget that allows you to get the things you really need. You'll also learn of the importance of taking control of your credit score and how to do it and how to be proactive versus reactive when it comes to your money. To find out more and to get your own copy of the book, visit endthered.com and click ebook. That's endthered.com and click ebook. Balancing your life starts with savings. When you're confident in your savings, you're more confident in yourself. Security can be a state of your finances, and even more, it's a state of mind. Just having $5 can mean never feeling broke again. Share your $5 story. Tell Brandy how you save. 
To connect with Randy T. Jones, the money whisperer, or to schedule a private coaching session, email her at brandy at endthered.com. Again, that's brandy at endthered.com. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. This is your journey to balancing your life. To reach Brandy T. Jones or her guest today, please call in to 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Or send an email to endthered.brandy at gmail.com. Now back to Journey to Balancing Your Life. Welcome back to Journey to Balancing Your Life. I am your host, Brandy T. Jones, and I have the honor and the pleasure to have with us Kofi speaking with us today. She's told she's already told us about all of her education. She's told us told us about her wonderful family experience with the music and the education of her father being working at this college where she graduated from, and the psychology that has come through her family lines. Just a smart family, a smart individual. And now we're talking about her brother, the music that he played. She has two brothers and herself. So we're going to continue with that. And you're going to pick up where your brothers, about your brothers and their music. Yes, Brandy. Um, I'm so proud of my brothers. I am. And I'm the only girl, too. So, but <laughs> my, younger, yeah, my, my younger brother, Rick Robinson, he has his own company called Cut Time players, cut time players, and he has a website. But anyway, he uh, was a man, he plays a string bass and, is, and was a member of the Detroit Symphony Orchestra um, since 1988, I think it was. Uh, they only had like two African Americans in the Detroit mm. Symphony during mm. that time, mm-hmm. and uh, he played with the orchestra for many years, and mm-hmm. just a few years ago, he stopped so that he could have his own company, Cut Time uh, Symphonica and Cut Time Players. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. And your other brother? That is so exciting. So now tell us about your other brother. All right. I just finished telling you about Rick Robinson, my younger brother, and my older brother, David Robinson III, who was named after my dad. He lives in Atlanta and has been there since he graduated from Morehouse. But he uh, he and I started playing instrument around the same time. He played the cello, and then he began to play other instruments. And so he's been teaching in uh, in Atlanta for over thirty years now. Um, wow! He's been teaching young young kids, and he has an orchestra that he's had for twenty six years now, called the Symphonica. Uh, I'm sorry, Sinfonia <laughs> in Atlanta, mm. and uh, it's an all black. Um, uh, young people's orchestra, and he does the mm-hmm. arranging and composing. And they've been to Africa a couple of times, and they travel oh. all around. And he goes to the National Negro Musicians um, mm-hmm. conferences across the country. So I'm really proud of him. He does a lot of r- arranging and composing. So how how interesting is that? That is, I mean, this musical family is wonderful. It's wonderful. You know, my daughter sings. She has a beautiful, beautiful voice. She competed in high school, all the way through high school. She sings now at the church, and she directs the choir. My granddaughter's coming up with the singing as well. But I don't know what happened on my part of it. But that's okay. You know, I have the business sense of the world, of the family. And then my little grandson, I just got a picture of him trying to play the drums at the age of two. So maybe... He'll pick maybe, up the drums. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. I just, uh, I just music. When it came to music, that was a side thing for me. I just play mm-hmm. violin and uh, play a little jazz violin, and I do some African drumming as well. And I sing in the choir in the church choir as well. So, mm-hmm. yeah, a little on the well, side. You know, but also that's my. I'm just speaking now. That that just might be part of the what keeps you balanced. You can always fall back on your music, and music has a tendency to go through all of our our bloodstreams and our cells, and it just makes us feel 
really relaxing good. For me, it does. I'll speak for myself. It's very, so, yeah, it's very therapeutic for me. And you're absolutely right. I was just at the Shades Retreat, and who would have thunk me and a friend of mine performed a duet at the talent show at the last wow. minute. And if I didn't have my musical background, mm-hmm. we wouldn't have had the fun and the, mm-hmm. and what came out of that for people. Mm-hmm. You know, music helps to uh, soothe the soul, so to speak. Yes. Yes. And for my listeners, this is a little bit of high, a little bit of uh, information for you. Um, Kofi has come out to California to to an event that we have out here is uh, it's called the gathering It's put on by Nia, which is an organization of lesbians of African descent. And when she travels and she knows she's going to need her violin, she travels with it. It comes very protected with her carrying it on the plane and I'm always impressed when I see it because I know that when she has it we're in for a real big treat so thank you for sharing (laughs) your musical gifts with us I really appreciate it so you know best audience (laughs) oh yes so we've we talked a little bit of some things that excite you most about life tell us a little bit more what other things excites you about life oh boy that's a loaded question. <laughs> uh, well, you know what? You just mentioned something, and that mm-hmm. is traveling. Mm-hmm. Traveling. Traveling ac- across the country, meeting people, connecting with people. There was a time when I had a fear of flying. Mm-hmm. And uh, I heard about the, uh, back in 1988, I heard about the National Black Gay and Lesbian Leadership Forum Conference in L.A. Mm-hmm. And so that was kind of the first time I really took a trip. And after that, meeting people. I'm, uh, because I met people there, I, I found out about the NIA Collective, who does the NIA Gathering. I found mm-hmm. out about Sister Fest at that time, uh, which is now Blue, Black Lesbians mm-hmm. United. I uh, mm-hmm. found out about all sorts of different places to go to and retreats and conferences, which I love. <laughs> and that makes life exciting for me yes. to know that, yes. okay, two weeks I'm going to D.C. and I'm going to do this <laughs> and I'm going to do that. So, yeah, uh-huh. traveling. I love travel. Mm-hmm. Okay, and it sounds, the excitement in your voice when you're speaking about it, I know you love it. I know you love it. So you get you get very excited, and that's good. Traveling can. It's, it's exciting. I like going away and being able to be out of my own environment for a while to meet new people, as well as be around in, in different surroundings, you know, different cultures and go with different places. And that's always exciting for me. So there's, I'm sure there's some more you can tell us about. What well, else let's see. I know that traveling really helps to, to expand my mind, and part of my travel is, is uh, presenting papers at different conferences. I like mm-hmm. educating, believe it mm-hmm. or not. People mm-hmm. think it's work. You know, they think it's work, for, but for me, my work is my career, and it's something that, um, that God gave me to do, you mm-hmm. know, I have found mm-hmm. out. And so when you're doing, doing that, uh, when you're doing something that you were made to do, it doesn't feel like work. And so mm-hmm. I love going to conferences. I've been, to, I presented uh, papers at the Association of Black Psychologists, the Association for Women in Psychology, and uh, several LGBT conferences. The LGBT uh, uh, Color Mental Health Conference in New York mm-hmm. is coming up soon. I won't be presenting, but I'll be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Unity Fellowship, the Holy Convocation, and all these different places, and I love doing, um, you know, workshops like at NIA. I, I, mm-hmm. I've given workshops for uh, black, masculine-identified lesbians because mm-hmm. we have an experience all our own, and, and we can share and dialogue together. Absolutely. And support each absolutely. other. Abs- mm-hmm. Absolutely. So I love those safe spaces and creating safe spaces, and that gets me excited. My community yes. organizing gets me excited. Um, one mm-hmm. of the co-founders of the Ruth Ellis Center which is a mm-hmm. social service agency serving homeless and runaway uh, LGBT and gender nonconforming youth. That's what the GNC stood for earlier yes. when you were saying GNC, yes. gender nonconforming. Okay. And uh, we started it in 1999, and now it's become a place where it's not just uh, a home, uh, place for a homeless shelter, but also a street outreach, um, transitional living program, and also family reunification. And um, and uh, the Ruth Ellis Center has been sought out uh, to be a place to, uh, to to be a resource for parents and for foster care and for child mm-hmm. advocacy. Um, mm-hmm. So those are the things that I get excited about: grassroots mm-hmm. organizing, 
Mm-hmm. Um, you and you know you you get excited about that, and I like it when you say God gave this for you to do, and He gave you this gift, you know. And we have to recognize that the gift that you was given by God is your gift. You can do this, and someone else might be able to do something too. However, the one thing that you have realized is your passion is that you have passion around your job. And that's why it's not a job and it's not work. It's just your passion. And through that, you can help and you serve your community in the way that you know how and the way that you've been gifted to do it. And it would be a totally different story if you did not say, yes, I'm going to step forth and do this because you're the best person for it. Yes, yes. Yeah, and you never know where you're going to end up, you know. I mean, even though I got the doctorate in clinical psychology, I had uh, specialized in working with adults, but I ended Mm -hmm. up working with adolescents. I work at the Mm -hmm. juvenile court Mm -hmm. in uh, Wayne County in Detroit. It's Mm -hmm. called the Clinic Mm -hmm. for Child Study. And so Mm -hmm. um, I didn't know I was going to end up working with teenagers, and now I've been doing it for, you know, 12, 13 years now. Mm -hmm. So you never know which direction. Just be open to... Just be um, open. Absolutely. Yeah, to where spirit leads you. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Just be open. And I have found that in my career and in my life period, if I'm open and don't fight what's going on with me, just be open. Things work out. And I'm better for it on the long run. You know, Mm -hmm. it's it's Mm -hmm. no reason to fight anything. You you know, we know our, our gifts. We know what we need to be doing. And just go on and do it because you have the support. If it was given to you by spirit or God, whatever word you want to use, you know it's going to be okay. And all we have to do is jump right on in there and know that we have that support. I love that. Yeah. I love that. So when, when you're not, what are some of the challenges you face inside and outside of your career? And we might be coming close to a break, so just tell us a little bit, and I might need to break you for our break, and then we just move on. Mm-hmm. Some some of the challenges of my so, career mm-hmm. inside that well, you face inside and outside. For well, one of the challenges for me in my career is the time management part <laughs> because <laughs> I have so many segments of my career. Some people mm-hmm. think I just go to a nine to five job, and it ain't like that, right? So. Right. Because I'm a one-income household, I got to get my side hustles going on. So <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> that's for real, okay? This mm-hmm. is side hustling psychologist here. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, my nine-to-five, and I do have one, is working mm-hmm. at the ju- juvenile court uh, psychiatric okay. clinic, which I do individual uh family, and group therapy here, okay. uh, and I also started a rainbow teen support group here for LGBT and gender nonconforming um, clients, okay. but, now, uh, hold on so to I that do thought. that. Hold, hold on to that thought, because we're going to okay. go on our break, and we'll be right All back, right. and I want to hear more about that particular part that you have done. Okay. Listeners, we'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Get your own copy of the free ebook from Brandy T. Jones, Three Keys to Breaking the Debt Cycle. Find out how a struggling single mother pulled herself out of debt and started being able to check things off her bucket list. You'll learn about the importance of taking small steps to make steady progress and reach your goal. Get simple and practical steps to face the reality of your situation and overcome it. Find keys to creating a budget that allows you to get the things you really need. You'll also learn of the importance of taking control of your credit score and how to do it and how to be proactive versus reactive when it comes to your money. To find out more and to get your own copy of the book, visit endthered.com and click ebook. That's endthered.com and click ebook. Balancing your life starts with savings. When you're confident in your saving, you're more confident in yourself. Security can be a state of your finances and even more, it's a state of mind. Just having $5 can mean never feeling broke again. Share your $5 story. Tell Brandy how you save. To connect with Brandy T. Jones, the money whisperer, or to schedule a private coaching session, email her at brandy at endthered.com. Again, that's brandy at endthered.com. 
Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. This is your journey to balancing your life. To reach Brandy T. Jones or her guest today, please call in to 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Or send an email to endthered.brandy at gmail.com. Now back to Journey to Balancing Your Life. Welcome back to Journey to Balancing Your Life. I am your host, Brandy T. Jones, and we've been speaking with Kofi today, and she's, she has such an interesting life as not just busy life, but an interesting life because she also, she has a very, her job demands a lot of her time, and but on the side of that, she plays the violin, which she balances it out. So she has that that uh, musical side and then the educational side of being a psychologist. It's you know, it's it could be challenging sometime. And she was in the midst of telling us about some of the challenges of and the creation of the rainbow teen group that she has started. So there you go. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's part of my nine-to-five job. I created a, a group for LGBT uh, clients and gender nonconforming clients um, because we're finding out that, uh, you know, not only are black youth disproportionately um, in the juvenile justice system, but also LGBT and gender nonconforming youth, actually. Mm-hmm. And I noticed that there were more. I was seeing more of them in my office, so... I'm scratching my head and trying to figure out, well, why are we seeing more uh, LGBT and gender nonconforming kids come through juvenile justice? So I got curious, and um, I was asked to do uh, a book chapter, actually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I made the book chapter uh, be, a, uh, be my exploration and my lit review of what, what I found out there. And uh, mm-hmm. the name of the, the chapter was on uh, black LGBT uh, and gender nonconforming youth in the juvenile justice system, um, and it's in a book called Black LGBT Health, Intersection of Race, Gender, and Sexual Orientation. It's the first book of its kind that's written for and about and by black LGBTs. Um, mm. So that book chapter is available on Amazon. It's called Black LGBT Health, and it's chapter one. Um, is this? And Kofi, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm, say mm-hmm. the say the title short, uh, uh, slowly because I'm trying. I'm missing the last word. I'm sorry. Sure thing. Name of the book is Black LGBT Health. Health. Okay. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. I got you. And it's uh, okay. edited by yeah, Lords Fallens and 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 Jonathan Massiter. Okay. Um, and. Um, so I wrote about uh, the fact that a lot of these kids have been alienated from their homes. They end up in the streets, and when they end up in the streets, uh, they end up getting in trouble with the law, and that places them in, ju- in juvenile justice. So really, the core of it is family rejection versus family acceptance. Mm-hmm. Caitlin Ryan has done some studies on uh, mental health outcomes based mm-hmm. on family rejection versus family acceptance. So that's why I wrote that book chapter. So, so that's one of the things that I've been spending time with. After my mm-hmm. nine to five, I rush to another clinic. I see clients there. I see adults and families and couples there. Mm-hmm. And then um, I also do a cultural competency trainings, trying to help mental health professionals um, provide uh, culturally competent um, services to LGBT clients. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, I'm a trainer for Michigan Department of Education where we go into the schools and we help school personnel become more sensitive to working with LGBT students. So I do a little and bit of that, And that's much too. needed. And yes. I do clinical supervision at the Michigan School of Professional wow. Psychology where I taught a family therapy course one time. 
So I do a little teaching. I do some clinical supervision of master's students. I'm on dissertation committees at the school and on and on and on and on. So this the time management that's been mm-hmm. uh, a challenge for me. But, you know, Brandy, I do make sure that I have my fun. I go to okay. hustle class. That, that was my next night. question. Now, what about that F-U-N? Where's the fun come in there? I'm just about to tell you, tonight I go to my hustle class on Thursdays and my ballroom oh. class on Saturdays. I love oh, to dance. so you love to dance. All right. That's an outlet for me. Yes, it's a mm. stress relief. It's exercise. It's fun. It's engaging with other people. And I love the energy behind dancing and learning the different uh, hustle steps as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, in fact, I was at the Shades Retreat in Georgia. The Shades Retreat mm-hmm. is every, every April. It's a, for lesbians of, uh, of color. Mm-hmm. And they taught us a barn dance. <laughs> All so right. All right. So much fun, yes. So, uh, so, so. actually... Um, so, so it's just the time management, you know. I also put a chapter in another book uh, as well this year called Beyond the XY, Black and Brown Masculinities. And so, um, you know, trying to write on the side, it's kind of hard to have time to do that, to fit, fit all that in. Mm-hmm. But I did the uh, article um, in that book about an organization we started called the Jerry Palmer Group here in Detroit, uh, Brandy, mm-hmm. for Black Masculine Identified Lesbians. Wow. And, uh, yeah, uh, we started this group um, because uh-huh. um, it's a group of women who dare to be themselves, for one thing. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, some, of the, uh, some of the encounters that we have out in the world <laughs> mm. kind of dictate that we get together and really um, share our experiences mm-hmm. and our coping strategies, mm-hmm. especially between the generations. Mm-hmm. So bring mm-hmm. generations together. We have boot camps. Uh, we have meetings. We educate mm-hmm. ourselves about ourselves as black, mm-hmm. masculine, identified lesbians. Mm-hmm. Um, and realizing we need to define ourselves and come up with our language. We hate being called ladies because we're not right. ladies. Right. We're women, but right. we're not ladies. Exactly. So what do you do when somebody calls you a lady? You know, those kinds of things. <laughs> so we right. share. Right. We share our coping skills with each mm-hmm. other, and mm-hmm. we bond the younger and older generations together. So mm-hmm. that's in the book Beyond the XY, uh, mm-hmm. Black and Brown Masculinities. So just a lot, Brandy. I mean, just talking about it, I'm thinking, wow, I'm really doing all these things, and I haven't <laughs> even touched the surface of it. Well, I you like going to movies, too. Things like well, that. You, going out and having fun. <laughs> and you know, marathons. And all that you just said, the most thing that stood out mostly with me was you all including the generations. You're you're bringing along the younger generations. You know, sometimes we forget and we just go on about our business. But we need to remember that it flows down and out. And if we as an adult, if we've matured now, you know, the, the, the midlife people up there and the adults, the mature people, we need to gather our babies. We need to bring them along so that they don't have to reinvent the whole wheel, but they can learn and enhance it so that when they become where we are, they can also reach back and grab another generation because the generations keep coming. You know, and we have to keep educating them. We have to keep bringing them along and putting them together. It's not all these different groups that we need. We need sometimes we need to just come together and share and realize that we're more alike than we are different. And everyone can learn from each other if we just be open to the age yeah. difference and the experiences that's there. You know, one of the stories I like is I always sitting on my grandmother, sitting by my grandmother's knees and listen to the stories and the times that they went through. Well, I was able to translate that for my life and then tell my daughter about that. You know, and just like your grandmother told you that our ancestors had it worse than what's going on now. Those are the kind of things we need to remember. The generations don't hear that all the time. They don't know what happened before now. And a lot of them don't even, you can't even get to that point because they have no one to turn to that's older than them that they respect and can listen to or would listen to. So I thank you for bringing in that part of 
the generations of how you all all get together to educate each other and then educate them. That's that's wonderful. That's wonderful. Um, so is there anything else that you can tell us about peace and tranquility, uh, challenges, more about books? What else is it you want to share with us? Oh, boy. Uh, well, I try to, uh, you know, I try to do what I, I tell my or recommend for my clients, mm-hmm. you know, kind of practice what you preach kind of thing. And yes. so I walk always emphasize, uh, yeah, I always emphasize self-care. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it can be hard even for us therapists who emphasize it <laughs> to do it for <laughs> ourselves. You know, so mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. fact, our, our, our Detroit, our Metro Detroit chapter of the Association of Black Psych- Psychologists, of which I, I've served, been serving as president for the past few years, we're actually doing a symposium just on that. Mm-hmm. It's a chance for black mental health professionals who work so hard to take care mm-hmm. of their clients, mm-hmm. their communities, and their families, mm-hmm. and oftentimes don't have time to think about taking care of themselves. Right. So that we can be right. good for what we need to do. So we're having a whole one-day, full-day symposium on May 6th mm-hmm. uh, just on that and how we mm-hmm. absorb the secondary trauma I was telling you mm-hmm. about earlier. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, just mm-hmm. imagine hearing about people's trauma over and over and over, over again. Right. Just imagine right. that, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and how we're exposed in the media, mm-hmm. all this trauma, and you heard about this killing in Cleveland that was mm-hmm. shown live. Mm-hmm. Just imagine us watching that every day over and mm-hmm. over and over again. Mm-hmm. That has to have some, it pounds on our on our hearts and on our souls. It and does. sometimes we don't realize we're walking around with untreated, mm-hmm. unaddressed trauma. And right. we're even suffering, uh, people of African descent are still suffering from post-traumatic slave uh, uh, syndrome. Syndromes, from yes. the trauma of yes. our ancestors has yes. been trickled down yes. through the generations, but we don't yes. realize that we're doing it. So, mm-hmm. and so it's about raising awareness and mindfulness about, mm-hmm. about what we're suffering from and mm-hmm. doing something about it, addressing it in a, in a culturally mm-hmm. competent kind of way. So, mm-hmm. Cool. Um, and that's, well, that's going to be helpful. You know, but you, you all need to stop keeping it all back there in Detroit. Bring it out to California, some mm-hmm. of this activities. Mm-hmm. Spread mm-hmm. it. Widen up that range so that we can all benefit from all the skills and uh, talks that you all are having back there. And with that note, we're going to go on our next break and we'll be right back to explore some more of the life of Kofi. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Get your own copy of the free ebook from Brandy T. Jones, Three Keys to Breaking the Debt Cycle. Find out how a struggling single mother pulled herself out of debt and started being able to check things off her bucket list. You'll learn about the importance of taking small steps to make steady progress and reach your goal. Get simple and practical steps to face the reality of your situation and overcome it. Find keys to creating a budget that allows you to get the things you really need. You'll also learn of the importance of taking control of your credit score and how to do it and how to be proactive versus reactive when it comes to your money. To find out more and to get your own copy of the book, visit endthered.com and click ebook. That's endthered.com and click ebook. Balancing your life starts with savings. When you're confident in your savings, you're more confident in yourself. Security can be a state of your finances, and even more, it's a state of mind. Just having $5 can mean never feeling broke again. Share your $5 story. Tell Brandy how you save. To connect with Brandy T. Jones, the money whisperer, or to schedule a private coaching session, email her at brandy at endthered.com. Again, that's Brandy at endthered.com. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. 
This is your journey to balancing your life. To reach Brandy T. Jones or her guest today, please call in to 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Or send an email to endthered.brandy at gmail.com. Now back to Journey to Balancing Your Life. Welcome back to Journey to Balancing Your Life. I am your host, Brandy T. Jones, and we are experiencing and enjoying and loving the time that we have with Kofi. She has opened up my eyes to a lot of different things that I was unaware of. She's opened up my eyes to a lot of ways that I can participate in helping others especially in the LGBT group, just just be a part of that and to be able to reach back and talk to my brothers and my sisters in that area. Just, you know, let them know that there's somebody else out here that can support them and that's willing to help them along their way. And who knows, what, what else can I learn? So, Kofi, tell us a little bit more. The floor is yours. You can tell us whatever you want us to hear now. Tell us, share your heart. Oh my God! Uh, oh, just a, and I'm bad at talking at the top of my head here, but uh, I will say this: <laughs> I always tell people this, Brandy, is just to get involved. Get involved in something. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're sitting around the house and you're watching TV, you know, get turn the TV off and, and get involved with other people in, in in the community and connect with other people and network with other people. Use your mm-hmm. gifts and. You know, kind of reach into yourself, uh, reach into your own wisdom. Everybody's got some wisdom they can share with yes. somebody, yes. you know. And that is so um, true. Mentor someone, you know. You're talking about the youth. They really need mm-hmm. role models. They need positive mm-hmm. role models that they mm-hmm. can trust. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you have to find a neighborhood uh, community center, you know, or a youth center somewhere, um, uh, and they may have to have you go through a process, you know, background mm-hmm. check and all that, but... You know, uh, young people really, more so than ever, really need us today. It's just a different world that we're living in. It's more mm-hmm. violent. It's more dangerous. And it's riskier just to even walk down the street anymore. You know, I, at least I can remember a time when me and my brother, we could go trick-or-treating. Nobody messed mm-hmm. with us. So we weren't right. scared or anything right. like that. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, make use of the talents and gifts that, you know, spirit gave to you. You mm-hmm. know, Um and, you know, I've learned as I've gotten older, Brandy, that life is just too short. Make the Absolutely. most of every minute you can. And That's if right. travel is something I enjoy doing, because mm-hmm. my friends get on me about, you travel too much. But uh-uh. if travel is something that I enjoy, <laughs> you know, and life is worth living, I ought to be there able to go. do that. I work really yes. hard. I work hard. I play hard. Mm-hmm. And I sleep hard. Mm-hmm. You know, and I have fun hard, you know. Mm-hmm. So I recommend that for for everyone uh, out there, is to use your talents and your gifts and enjoy every minute of your life. You never know when you're going to see somebody. Right. I've lost too many mm-hmm. friends, you know, mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I've, I've done a lot of, of you know, crying, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, mm-hmm. feeling really sad. Mm-hmm. You know, I just saw mm-hmm. her. I just talked to him. And, mm-hmm. you know, so I, I, what I do is I try to pick myself back up and say, okay, well, there's a reason I'm still here. And mm-hmm. I need to make good use of that. So exactly. every minute, every moment. And I think that's why I crowd so much stuff into my time, Brandy. And mm-hmm. I know uh, mm-hmm. it can be stressful, but I'm learning to manage my stress. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So that, and you're that giving I can so much. You you're giving so much of your life out there, you know. And mm-hmm. it's still, it's your joy, it's your passion. And we couldn't tell you to stop if we wanted to, because you can't stop joy and passion from living. It just has to be out there. And like you say, we have gifts. Everyone has their own gift. My gift is working with people with their finances, getting down there so they can live abundant lives without worrying about finances. Your gift is to, 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 to speak to youth, to speak to you know other people that might be the same, might be different, might be just struggling. But you know you have that gift of speech. And we just have to share it and continue to share it. Because you never know who you're going to come in contact with. Even a smile can help the person that's feeling down that day. 
So just don't yeah. be so holding it all to yourself. It's here with you to share. Yeah, it's, yes. And think, being thankful and being humble. Absolutely. Help too. Yeah. So, so Kofi, if, if someone in the in my listeners' room would like to get in touch with you, do, is there any way they can get in touch with you? Can you give out an email or something that they can get in touch with you? Yes, absolutely. Um, they can um, they can actually reach me. Let me think. I've got so many different emails. Let me see. I guess I'll, <laughs> I'll have to pick one out here. Uh, if Oh, I know. They can call this number, which is the Karibu House helpline. Karibu House is a LGBT of color community center that we're trying to start in Detroit. Uh, the number is 313-865-2170, and that's extension 3. Perfect, perfect. Mm-hmm. What about the Ruth Ellis Center website? Can you yeah. give that to her? Yes, yeah, certainly. That's ruthellisscenter.org. Okay. And please go to All the right. website and check us out. And please send any any donation you possibly can because nonprofits, uh, you know, it's a hard time Perfect. for nonprofits. And if you're ever in the Detroit area, it's located in Highland Park. And uh, okay. just go by there, get a tour, and tell them I sent you. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, Kofi, I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for when I asked you, could you do this for me? You said yes. It has been a pleasure. It's been a joy to have you on my show today. And I really appreciate you saying yes. So thank you. Thank you for having me, Brandy. It's been a pleasure and an honor. You're welcome. All right, listeners, until next time, be safe. Don't forget to save those $5 bills. Talk to you soon. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. Be sure to catch the next episode of Journey to Balancing Your Life with Brandy T. Jones next Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Women's Channel. We'll see you then.